Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. You're listening to the Agent Survival Guide Podcast. Hot off the presses, it is finally here. CMS published their 2024 Medicare Advantage and Part D final rule. And we have the key takeaways. CMS's 2024 Medicare Advantage and Part D final rule changes for agents. Written by Roxanne Anderson. Our compliance department has analyzed the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services 2024 final rule for Medicare Advantage and Part D. And they've noted the changes that will most impact agents like you. Each year, CMS reviews their policies for Medicare Advantage and Part D, proposes changes, then issues a final ruling on what's changing for the upcoming plan year. It should not come as a surprise that CMS finalized most of their proposed changes for 2024. However, they did soften several of them. Also, a few of the proposed provisions were not included in the final rule. CMS has stated they may address those proposals in future rulemaking. The following rules will go into effect on September 30, 2023, just before the 2024 annual enrollment period marketing period begins. While these changes are only going into effect in a few months, we recommend agents review them and the full 2024 final rule now to start preparing for what's to come. Let's start out with the new Medicare marketing rules for agents. The final rule prohibits use of government products and info in a misleading way. This includes the Medicare name as well as the CMS and HHS logo, and those initialisms stand for the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services and the Department of Health and Human Services, respectively. Agents may not have Medicare in their business name, logo, or URL. Through CMS's surveillance activities and beneficiary complaints, CMS noted that they have seen the word Medicare and the Department of Health and Human Services, HHS logo, being used in names of storefronts, postcards, websites, and printed materials in a misleading manner. CMS also noted there are numerous third-party internet sites with Medicare in the URL. CMS is concerned that beneficiaries are being misled into believing they are in communication with the federal government or its representatives. As such, CMS will be adding new language in the Code of Federal Regulations to further restrict use of the Medicare name, CMS logo, as well as products and information issued by the federal government in a misleading way. CMS also states in the final rule that they will be holding the Medicare Advantage organizations and Part D sponsors accountable for actions by their first-tier, downstream, and related entities. Clearly, CMS is targeting those red, white, and blue commercials that we have all seen too often. However, the new restrictions will no doubt increase the scrutiny of agents 
and brokers' activities, especially advertisements. We believe it's unlikely that carriers will approve communication or marketing materials that include the word Medicare or the Medicare card other than to describe the product types like Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement. Further restrictions will be added in the Code of Federal Regulations. Our next change modifies the TPMO disclaimer and adds state health insurance programs, the number of Medicare Advantage organizations, or MAOs for short, the number of Part D sponsors, and the total number of products available to the beneficiary. If you're marketing Medicare Advantage or Part D insurance products, you must include the appropriate revised TPMO disclaimer on all marketing materials, print and electronic, website, and within the first minute of audio scripts or calls. The disclaimer must be specific to the beneficiary's service area. The revised disclaimer for TPMOs that do not sell for all Medicare Advantage and or Part D plants within a service area is as follows. Quote, we do not offer every plan in your area. Currently, we represent, and then insert the number of organizations, organizations which offer, and then insert the number of plans, products in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov. 1-800-MEDICARE, or your local state health insurance program to get information on all of your options, end quote. And then the revised disclaimer for TPMOs that sell all Medicare Advantage and or Part D plans within a service area, quote, currently we represent, insert the number of organizations, organizations which offer, then insert number of plans, products in your area. You can always contact Medicare.gov, 1-800-MEDICARE, or your local state health insurance program for help with plan choices, end quote. And we will have the specific language of that linked in the episode notes. CMS also added language that prohibits the use of superlatives in most marketing unless documentation provided to support the statement is based on data from the current or prior year. Agents cannot use superlatives to describe plans, unless also providing recent factual data that supports their usage and meets CMS requirements. Superlatives include the use of words such as best, most, largest, or lowest, and this stipulation applies to marketing and communication material. Another clarification, the final rule prohibits marketing benefits where they aren't available, unless avoidable because of use of local or regional media that covers the service areas. When marketing plans and benefits, agents must target only beneficiaries who are in a plan's service areas, unless that is impossible to accomplish due to the nature of the ad. Examples of unavoidable situations include a newspaper ad in a metropolitan area distributed to beneficiaries who live within the metropolitan area but are outside of the plan's service area or a TV ad that could be picked up in an adjacent market. Remember this rule in particular when marketing five-star plans, 
special needs plans, or SNPs for short, and Part B Give Back Benefits. CMS requires benefits marketing include the sponsors' names, so the names of MAO or Part D sponsors being advertised must be clearly displayed. If marketing plan-specific benefits in print ads, agents must include the names of the Medicare Advantage organization or Part D sponsors in 12-point font. The names cannot be in a disclaimer, and for radio or other advertisements that are voice-based only, the names must be read at the same speed as the phone number. This rule applies to marketing and communication material content and will require Health Plan Management System, or HPMS, submission and carrier opt-in, if applicable. The 2024 final rule also prohibits the marketing of generalized savings. This provision applies to savings based on typical expenses of uninsured individuals, unpaid costs of duly eligible beneficiaries, and other unrealized costs. Those marketing Medicare cannot generalize savings when the actual savings are specific to the individual. Keep this rule in mind when marketing dual-eligible special needs plans, or DSNPs, and when working with third parties for lead generation. Moving on to the next section, updates on PTC and SOAs, and those are permission to contact and scopes of appointment. One of the biggest changes finalized, CMS requires 48 hours between an SOA and an appointment, with exceptions for end-of-enrollment periods and walk-ins. The 48-hour scope of appointment rule is back. Exceptions to this rule include when a beneficiary is approaching the end of a valid enrollment period, like the annual enrollment period, open enrollment period, special enrollment period, and initial coverage election period, and unscheduled in-person meetings or walk-ins initiated by the beneficiary. CMS also clarified their limits on how long SOAs and BRCs are valid. There's now a time limit in writing for scopes of appointment and business reply cards, and it's 12 months. SOAs and BRCs are valid for a 12-month time frame from the beneficiary's signature date or their request for more information. You will need to get a new scope of appointment or permission to contact if the original has expired. And we recommend tracking the start and stop dates within your CRM. The new rule clarifies the prohibition on door-to-door contact, and that prohibition still applies after collection of a BRC without a prior appointment. Citing that it is not a beneficiary's intention to give permission for an agent to show up unannounced at their home after filling out a business reply card, CMS reiterates that it remains illegal to -to door-to-door market MAPD and PDP products. Collecting a business reply card is not a substitute for permission to knock on a beneficiary's door without having a scheduled appointment with the beneficiary at that specific time. 
Our next section brings us to Medicare call recording clarifications, and the change made limits the requirement to record calls. Third-party marketing organizations, or TPMOs, only need to record marketing, sales, and enrollment calls. Marketing, sales, and enrollment calls are the only types of calls that need to be recorded, per CMS. Marketing includes retention-based marketing or influencing a beneficiary's decision to stay enrolled in a plan. Agents should not need to record calls to simply set appointments or check in after sales. Another clarification, call recording includes virtual calls, and the rule applies to video conferencing and other virtual telepresence methods. When conducting marketing, sales, or enrollment calls virtually, for example, video calls, agents must still record the calls. However, only the audio portion of the calls needs recorded, not the video portion. Now, let's talk enrollment-related updates because there are new elements required prior to enrollment And CMS plans to release more information in the form of a sub-regulatory guidance. Agents must discuss specific topics and information with beneficiaries prior to enrollment. There will be more info to come from CMS in future guidance, and we will bring you that as soon as we have it available. One that we do know now is that agents must discuss effect on current coverage. And this is a step in the enrollment process that has been added to the pre-enrollment checklist, or PECL for short, and its review. Whenever a client makes an enrollment decision, agents must explain the effect of their enrollment choice on their current coverage. And CMS will issue guidelines on the required discussion items. Our last section covers revisions to Medicare educational and sales event rules. The final rule restricts appointment planning at educational events and prohibits the distribution of SOAs and setting up of future appointments. During educational events, Agents can no longer collect scopes of appointment or schedule future appointments. Agents are allowed to collect business reply cards and permission to contact and distribute business cards at these events. CMS also announced limits on marketing events occurring after educational events. A marketing event cannot occur within 12 hours of an educational event at the same location and CMS considers the same location to mean in the same building or adjacent buildings. Now, I know we covered a lot of changes in this episode, and we know that these changes will modify the way we all do business. The good news is that there are several months to prepare before they take effect for this annual enrollment period. We will be starting to make updates to our materials and programs soon to ensure their compliance with these changes, and we recommend that you do the same. To learn more, please review the full Medicare Communications and Marketing Guidelines, Medicare Advantage and Part D Communication Requirements, 
or email our compliance officer at compliance at ridderim.com. All of those resources are linked in the episode notes, the email for our compliance team, along with the text version of this episode, so you can reference those TPMO disclaimers in print. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're following along with us for more updates on compliance, as well as other industry news. And we will see you next episode. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing, an integrity company. This episode was written by Roxanne Anderson. Script proofing by Tina Lamaru. Script adaptation, recording, and production by me, Sarah Rupel. Podcast design by Urban Rivera. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. Follow along with our show wherever you like to listen. 